You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to jump right into our NBA episode, and we are going to start with um, the bootleg version of the NBA and talk about the NCAA. Now, as you know, COVID has been wreaking havoc on the sports world for now, I think it's been a full year. And what's happening um, in the NCAA, if a person or a player tests positive um, for COVID, they are not quarantining that person. They are actually removing full teams from contention um, to play. And so the question I have for the guys is with that um, protocol or that procedure happening, will this have any um, impact on us seeing a successful dance um, for the NCAA tournament? What do you mean by successful? Meaning equitable, you know, because think about it. If they are removing full teams from contention based on positive COVID tests, it's like, how can we be sure that this is going to be a legit tournament that can even finish? So it's interesting, right? Because why are they just using a bubble model? I mean, they got the money. You've seen the, the only, only program that's gone about this had zero COVID issues was the bubble. So why are they doing the tournament in the bubble, in a bubble? Um, and so I, I think that because they're not doing that, equity is to thrown out the window. Um, and if one person gets it, the whole team's thrown out, uh, I'd be upset. I'd be highly upset. I'd be as mad as Donovan Mitchell was at Rudy Gobert when he was licking the toilet and all that nonsense. And, and ruined the league. Well, not ruined the league, but brought COVID to the NBA. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, wait, he was licking the toilet? I sorry, didn't even sorry. know. That, that, sorry, that's the wrong person. That's another, that's a YouTube person I was licking the toilet. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, dang, I missed that. Okay, go Gobert ahead. was doing a whole bunch of dumb stuff, though, grabbing stuff and putting stuff on, acting as COVID wasn't real, and he was the first person who got it. I'm going to say... um we have to understand this is uncertain times in the sense of nothing is conventional. And I like your idea. The NCAA have buku money and they could have easily said, you know what? Let's do a bubble. Las Vegas, rent the hotel rooms, have a cleaning. But the only issue is to get the kids from their tournament safely into that bubble. The kids are doing mostly quote unquote distance learning. Wink, wink. Right, the students, athletes, so everything there is accommodated for them, and they could all help out because all that contract uh, TV money, they could subsidize everything they need for those children, just to, those young adults, just to make sure that they get from their tournament. Once the tournament's over, test them, quarantine them at the school. Once the 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 the, the day is already set for the tournament, have them uh, tested, get over there, bubble. Once they finish, once you're eliminated, get yourself out like the NBA and get out. That's the only way I could see them doing it, you know, close to successful or have a complete um, um, ex, uh, experience for the kids 
of the NCAA tournament. The only issue I really see in that plan is getting them safely from this current, their current conference tournament back to where they need to, home back to their, and flying back, back to their school and back. If they could accommodate that, yes. If not, this is crazy. These young kids think they're invincible. They could do whatever they want to do. So it's 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 going to be very hard talking to young children and adults, some adults who believe not to wear masks and so forth. So is it going to be successful? No, nope. you got to take it like it is. And that's it. And for me, the best safety thing is to remove, if one person has it, we got to remove everyone to keep it safe. Yeah, the NCAA just, they just fell miserably this year, man. I mean, the product is horrible. Nobody even knows who's like playing this year. Um, people opting out. Some of the top players have been opting out. Teams just vacating the, uh, the, the conference tournaments. It's, they just did a terrible job. You know, my recommendation would be to do uh, multiple bubbles, two bubbles, um, just just because, you know, just have like an East and West version uh, of bubbles, just because if, um, you know, if one, if one thing goes wrong at one bubble site, then I just think it's, it's more likely to shut the whole thing down. But if it had multiple bubble sites, then it's not as easy to shut it down. But they just been doing a terrible job, man. I feel like their writing is on the wall too. Somebody is bringing us some competition to compete with, uh, with them getting the top athletes to come to the NCAA. So I don't think I don't think they're going to finish it this year. You know, I don't think they're going to finish the tournament this year because the people that's on top at the top of the NCAA, they've been struggling. They gotta get some fresh blood, some fresh ideas in there, so they can be successful. I just don't feel like they they really uh, thought this thing through. And uh, the, the, with Kansas, Duke, and Virginia, um, they, that should be the telltale sign of how this tournament is going to go. And what's going to happen is we're going to have Drexel or Iona, somebody you know, winning this tournament because uh, they're going to be the only ones that's healthy enough to play. And then it's going to make the product look bad. So I'm just looking at NCAA to fumble the bag this year. Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of said um, everything. I know I'll be pissed if, you know, you were eliminating my team based on one positive COVID. Like, it, it just don't seem fair and equitable. And so the NCAA, either they need to find a better solution that is fair to everyone involved or just cancel this whole thing. Like, that's how I'm feeling about it. All right, um, so let's transition to the NBA. Um, and Myers Leonard, um, a Heat player, was playing some video games. I'm not even sure. Do you guys know what, what the video game was? Call of Duty. Call it, oh my gosh. You see, I should have known. Every bad thing starts with Call of Duty. So he was playing Call of Duty, and I guess you play with friends online. I don't know how that works. But basically, he got upset, um, started cursing a little bit, but everyone curses, even Kirk Franklin, um, and made some anti-Semitic um, statements that I will not repeat because this is not a show where we would promote um, such language, um, but, Kirk huh? Kirk might. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So he he made some statements, and as a result, he was fined fifty thousand um, dollars, and he has to participate in um, one of the training programs. I guess cultural training programs for the NBA. So wanted to throw this out to the guys. Um, how do you feel about this? So obviously, it's one of the dumbest things to do. Like one, like who even so uses that term? Like, like that's like he borrowed that. Like he just took that and carried that. So it's like, wow. I mean, like, what was he thinking? I mean, this is well, obviously Riley Cooper saying the N word was worse, but. Um, it's like, wow, like, where does that even come from? And the second question I have is, was the person you're talking to an actual, like, Jew, or is he just, does he just use that term about anybody, recklessly? I don't know, like, the context, because, you know, I'm not in this video game world, so I don't even know if he was just cursing just generally, or maybe he was cursing at one of the dudes with the headphones that he was playing against. I'm not really sure how that happened. This is, I mean, this is, this is my thing about this whole story. Um, this is the same cat that decided he wasn't in community with, with the rest of his, his teammates and uh, taking a knee or, you know, just doing a, a social injustice stand that they were doing as far as the NBA players. He was the only one that decided to opt out on the team. So this makes me feel uh, as though this guy just might be a racist, man. And I feel like a lot of people might have sentiment now, especially because he got caught saying something like that on a uh, live stream when he was doing the video gaming. But luckily for him, he's irrelevant anyway. So it's not really going to affect his brand because he doesn't have a brand. You know, he's he's lucky to still be in the NBA. In the NBA, I feel like they did something that can benefit players in the future, who make that mistake, you know, they, they gave him a slap on the wrist with that $50,000 fine. So that's the precedent that they set. So they got to do it for when these brothers slip up, they're going to have to do the same thing. But I just feel like he's irrelevant. And it kind of just confirms my thought that this guy may be this isolated guy grew up in this, some country, the country somewhere. And uh, he just might be a closet racist, man, because he wouldn't stand with the rest of the team you know, when they were doing the social justice issues and now he out there getting caught with racial slurs. So I just question this guy uh, for good now. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, he might just be, I don't know, all of his actions point to him just being racist and completely ridiculous, right? Um, and so like in response to him being you know, reprimanded for the statements he made. He says, I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. Well, dude, you had a problem with Black Lives Matter and the next actions we saw, you know, along this vein was even worse than that. So you ain't making no promises to anybody who has common sense. Like this is who you are at the end of the day. And I kind of feel like the NBA just kind of slapped him on his wrist. You know, a $50,000 fine with these guys that have million dollar contracts and going to the NBA's version of um, cultural sensitivity training. Like what? What? Like let, let that had been, um, you know, somebody crazy 
saying the n-word let let that have been a black athlete saying the n-word and i'm just curious to see or even making anti-semitic statements and i feel like the whole tenor would have been different i i just don't think they went far enough i don't like it i i agree with you he made he's slated to make 90 9 million 400 this year 9.4 million this year is contract one year contract under the birds right he's injured all right so and he live in no state income tax right no state t- income taxes applied to his contract uh for living in miami they should have upped that thing higher right a couple of million would have hurt his his pockets fifty thousand dollars is like 20 bucks for him two he publicly shamed the nba right so what what's the repercussion of that don't do it again and so forth no this the guy and, and i believe like i agree with everybody he he's i believe based upon all the evidence in my opinion he's a closet racist he only said what was always in his heart he got frustrated and said the words he no, sound like he normally used he didn't stutter he said clearer than i ever could say anything <laughs> right through right evidence another thing evidence was what he said i prefer to stand the problem was that his president it was no longer in office and he couldn't get away with these things anymore and he forgot time has changed so yes the nba find him yes he's getting this oh feel better um feel better don't do this again you know classes which he needs but they should have fined him heavier the good thing is they removed him from the team but he wasn't playing anyway and maybe he needs to take like a a, a ban like a six months ban like a six months um ban from the NBA next season when he's healthy would have yeah. been more a, a line I would like to see. But yeah, I just think the dude is a closet closet um racist and he just got exposed. Yeah, you know what? Let me go pull up some video and see if he was at the Capitol. Because at this rate, at the rate he's going, he probably was there. It's just ridiculous, man. A six month a six month Danfield? For for a racial slur? Yep. Because my thing is that if he gets a six months ban, what about others? And, and the standard would be anyone who used racial slur, right? Especially the N word and so forth, will have to think twice because it's gonna affect your pockets. Think twice. And especially he's live streaming. It'd be one thing if he's you know a taping or something. He's live streaming. He knows he's doing this. He knows he's literally playing video game on Twitch, I think it's called, where I think the process is that you invite people to, to watch you play. So you think twice. You should think twice, but, you know, people in Florida, you know how they are. Wait, wait a minute. So there's a platform where you can invite people to watch. So it's like an OnlyFans for, like, video games? Like, I'm, I'm confused by this. So people pay to watch you play video games. I know it's called gamers. Gamers is a profession now. Oh, okay. I'm I'm you learning something new every day. On the internet. You get paid for anything, DL. <laughs> Any and everything. Wow. Crazy. Okay. But he's gone. I mean, let's let's I mean let's I'll be surprised if he's on anybody's roster next year, to be honest. I feel like they, they're just trying to protect themselves, the NBA, because they realize the group of guys they got in the NBA, it's pretty likely that some cats is gonna slip up. Um, with some insensitive comments 
And I guess they just don't want to set the precedent that like what Phil was saying to do something too extreme where it's going to cost them some revenue because the players might, you know, really suffer, you know, I, I, cause I, I know some guys in the NBA right now, um, you know, they're insensitive to a lot of issues. So that $50,000 fine is probably just saying, okay, when the next person mess up, don't really jump on us too much. Cause we did it for, we did it the same thing for miles Myers Leonard. So I guess they just kind of kind of cover themselves because they can't afford if, if Kyrie, not Kyrie, but if uh, Kawhi or, or KD or Steph say something crazy or insensitive, they can't afford to keep them, kick them out the game for two months or six months. Right. Them. True, true. I guess that makes sense. That's um, like to justify anyway. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like um, for what I'm seeing is that that comment not only cost him the $50,000 with the NBA, but it looks like he no longer has a partnership with that streaming platform. So he lost whatever funds he was getting from that. And, and I, I don't, you know, I don't think he needs to be suspended for at, you know, at some amount of time. I just want him where it hurts, hit him in the pockets in any way possible, you know, make sure that these athletes know that they can't just go out here saying any and everything. So, all right, now let's transition to the grandest stage in sports, all of sports, Madison Square Garden, whether you like the Knicks or not. Um, they were in the news again and it wasn't, they weren't in the news because they're, you know, they're playing pretty well and may make the playoffs once again, MSG security was out here acting crazy. All right. So Patrick Ewing, you know, the Patrick Ewing, um, basically was accosted by security multiple times asking for his ID. They were basically pressing him like they didn't know him. And so um, at the end of the game in, in a press conference, Patrick is like, yo, like, how do you not know who I am? I built this house. This is my house, right? And a couple of months ago, there was the same kind of issue with Spike Lee. Spike Lee, I don't even know how much money Spike Lee has spent in supporting the New York Knicks over the years. So we seem to have this common trend and common issue with MSG um, having respect for people that are iconic to the New York Knicks franchise. And so my question to the guys, or, or what are your thoughts on this? Like, like how are you feeling about MSG and, and, and Dolan's people acting crazy um, towards Patrick Ewan? My thing is, if you're seven feet tall, I'm assuming you're with the team. I'm not even like, <laughs> I'm assuming, hey, man, this guy's with the team. Even if you don't know who Patrick Ewan is, I'm assuming like, yeah, he's with the team. But the fact you don't know who Patrick Ewan is, I'm surprised Patrick didn't point the poster himself. Do you, do you see me? Like, like. Right. So uh, that's that's interesting. Maybe maybe Dolan's instructing these people to do this stuff. Like, I don't understand. Like, Charles Oakley, he's six nine. You don't know who Charles Oakley is? Spike Lee, he he sits courtside every every game. Literally. Literally, and and Charles and Charles Oakley has a face that you just know. It's mad rough looking. Like everyone knows who he is. So I don't know, Evan. I think I agree with you. Like I think Dolan is trolling. And I definitely agree. It is funny. 
my my boys who used to work for security, and he told me, yo, those security guards on reading text, he, they used to work for um concerts and um, entertainers, and he said some of these guards are jerk, but they all that foolishness comes from Dolan. They say they used to talk to the security guards and the directors all the time. That Dolan is the problem, and this is a, you know a text we uh, we I've gotten from my boys. Um, and, and, and it stems from the neck down, head down. There's no way, because I've been to Mansfield Gardens. You see Patrick Ewan poster all over the place. You see this dude. I don't know they got mad at him because he never won a championship. And they just remind him because he never won that chip. We're going to treat you, you know, that finger roll you missed. You should have dunked it. And, and we're going to harass you. That despise, that's despite the point. The point is that that is a guy who has brought life to New York for over two decades. He was the reason. He gave us hope. He just ran into Michael Jordan. 29 other teams, uh, 28 other teams ran into Michael Jordan too. So nobody was going to win a championship when Jordan was there. And the time we did, you know, hey, but the, this is the reason why I really want to bring this up. It hurts us to capture free market, uh, free agents. Free agents don't want to say, hey, I retire, come back. It's the same thing that's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, free agents don't want to say, yo, my family and friends are going to come there. Are they going to accommodate us like the other teams has or will have will do? You know, do they, they forget their legends? Do they forget those? One thing that the Lakers done and we have to give respect, Kobe Bryant had nothing left. God rest his soul. Nothing left in the tank. And they still made him one of the highest paid NBA players in the league. Why? They want to show that because of his past service. We don't give you that money. Because of what you have done, you will always remember. And what that, was that done? LeBron James said, oh, I want to be there. So the Knicks have to understand, yes, we're winning. Yes, we're going to make the playoff. Yes, we have a better team. Yes, we're coming for Philadelphia. Yes, <laughs> we're, 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 we're getting there, right? <laughs> but you also have to work with those around us and those who have contributed to the Knicks in the past in whatever capacity. Treat them great because when these free agents come over, they're going to say, wait a minute, if Spike Lee get traded, uh, treated that way, Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewan, the light, the bright spot in your last 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, the brightest spot, the guy who got us closest to the championship, got us to two um, uh, finals, NBA finals, you treat him like that? What are they going to do to me? So come on, man, guys. I just started watching y'all on the DL, some, you know, about to buy a new hat. Come on. I want to bring somebody in soon. <clears throat> Shout out to Nick Security, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew Calvin Shout was going to come with some Security, mess. man. I mean, nobody cares about those mediocre stats, Patrick. <laughs> what, what are you doing, dude? Like, nobody cares, dude. You didn't, you didn't point to no championship banner, dude. So, like, what are we talking about? For you to think that, that, that these – Young people that's probably doing security now. The last game you had was in 2001, dude. Like, nobody's checking for Patrick Ewan on YouTube, bro. Like, <laughs> well, for us to be mad at these guys but for, for, for questioning you and doing their job is crazy to me. The Knicks, man, like, you guys haven't won anything. Like, Patrick going around like he's MJ going through the stadium. Like, no. Nah, no, Calvin. Ewan. And in like, fairness, though, they would probably do the same thing to MJ. Nah, they're not stopping. Nobody's stopping MJ. Like, yes, they would. They like, they are gonna stop on. everybody. You ain't check the camera. They had. They all got MJ sneaks on. They got <laughs> on the logo. Nobody's stopping MJ. 
But they gonna stop Patrick, bro. And you just start winning at Georgetown. Like, slow down, dude. Y'all was like an HC going to the tournament. No, nobody's checking for you, Patrick Ewing. And like, like you guys are, are like are like like vouching for him. Like you guys didn't You're jump ship to Brooklyn. You guys went to Brooklyn. Wait, so, first of all, first of all, first of all, we are from Brooklyn, so we didn't go jump any okay. ships. That Thank is you. home for us. Yep, jumping. You guys, when I first met you guys, let's get it straight. You were all on record for being Knicks fans. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm still a Knicks over, fan. All right, but nobody, you can't have two teams. We already know that. That's you can. Rude. You can't have two teams in the same division. It's impossible. It's impossible. You can. You can. You have to. You have to. I, I, I couldn't look myself in the face if I was a Sixers fan and a Celtics fan. Or, or, but, or, but that or, makes no sense. But that makes no sense. It's two different states. What are y'all talking about? Thank you. No, we're talking about their division rivals, and y'all in the same division, and you guys are rooting for both teams. So that's hard to do. That's Kevin, Wayne, Durant, okay? Kevin, Wayne, Durant. All I'm saying that's is, all I'm saying. Saying. We're going back to Patrick Ewing. Yo, I'm going to finish and we can all jump. <laughs> all I'm saying is, leave them poor security guards alone, Patrick. You just finally start getting interviewed because you won games. Nobody's checking for you. Just newsflash. Your own loyal fans just jumped, jumped ship and went back to Brooklyn. So, oh, so Patrick, man. get over it. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, Patrick Ewan, you had every right in that interview to say, y'all know who I am. You want to know who that reminds me of? Remember Kevin Durant um, when he was, and y'all thought y'all weren't going to hear about KD. Y'all were wrong. KD, when he was on Golden State playing against the Clippers and he was passing, and I think Patrick Beverly was talking trash about, you know, I, I forgot what Patrick Beverly says. And Kevin Durant was like, y'all know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. Patrick Ewan said the same thing because he deserved it. It's like regardless of if no championships is hanging, it's because of MJ. Like, who's going to be embarrassed? Who is going to be embarrassed to say, I couldn't win a chip because I had the greatest basketball player in the history of the game who was wreaking havoc in the East? So you still got to give this man his respect, yo. He was the face of the Knicks. As ugly as that face may have been, he was the face of the Knicks for like two decades. So put some respects on his name. Thank you. We'll, we'll not do that. And I, I, I'm with, I'm with the, uh, I'm in solidarity with these uh, security guards. They did it right. <laughs> <laughs> who are you, dude? Like, who are you, dude? He's like, I'm he thought Calvin. he was security. He probably thought he was security too. <laughs> Calvin, they would do the same thing to MJ today. No way. No way. Everybody got MJ logo everywhere. Half the security guards got Jordans on, so it's no way it's going there. <laughs> so you planned this. So you, you know their outfit, so you planned this. You're the op. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. It's just, it's just more young people wearing Jordans. We, we no, just you're right. They all wear Jordans. They, they, they really do wear um, Jordans, though, with those uniforms. So it's actually kind of funny that you said Oh, that. and one more thing, right? Charles Oakley probably said it best for me too. This is why this is why I have so much energy in this conversation. He said, "Listen, dude, James Dolan, whatever his name is, Dolan tried to offer you a D league contract when you said you want to get back in coaching. 
He said he tried to offer you a D-League job. There's no respect there for you guys. So I'm like, for us to be sitting here like, oh, man, they disrespected Pat. Nah, it's no respect there, man. New York, see, this one thing I do like about New York. You guys want champions, man. And Patrick Ewing is not a champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to John Starks and all those guys. You guys played hard. But you're not champions, man. That's why you jump ship. What does this have to do? do? What does this have to do with them putting some respect on a seven foot who clearly looks like Patrick Ewing? It's, 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 it don't matter. It don't matter. He is literally ingrained. He is ingrained. His name is in the rafters. And you right. have a losing culture that is the New York Knicks. His name oh is my his gosh. face is all over Man Square Garden. Let me tell Shout you. Shout out to security. I'm loving them dudes, man. Give them <laughs> whatever. What, listen, so you, you whatever. Like y'all are haters because don't act like 76ers fans don't know who Tobias Harris is. So don't even go there trying to play our players. All right. Now listen, I, I will say this though. If these cats did that to AI, I would be so upset. Like so oh, yeah. No, right. Be, because it's crazy. Like, no matter how you slice it. It is ridiculous and it's crazy. I'll tell you one thing. It would be hilarious watching AI's reaction. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You don't know who I am? Come on, man. AI might actually fight. Like, Yo, you look at, that's current, probably what that would turn out to be. You look at like current videos of AI. Yeah, he looks so like he, he like his favorite drink is liquor. <laughs> he got that. I, I haven't seen there. him recently. I haven't seen him recently. He has he's, his own. He's the skinny man with the gut. Like he, that's who he is right now. <laughs> he, has he has his own weed farm or thing. He had a capture. He said, "Give him, take a get my flowers now." And he, I guess, he grow weed as a dispensary, so he could be testing his products. I don't know. Hey, I'm with it. Again, you said what? Patrick, you won the MVP award. Patrick, no. no. AI won an MVP award. You're not going to forget AI. Oh, yeah, my man. gosh. Yo, y'all, it's just, oh, my gosh. Just leave it alone. That's why, that's why Kawhi hit that shot two seasons ago. <laughs> that's why. For this very moment, because he knew y'all were going to be petty on this podcast today. <sighs> Until next time. I'm just stressed out. I'm stressed out, listeners. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.